No, he's you know, I could listen to your conversation. Hi, Bianchi. Bianchi, I was thinking about you. I, I probably called you up. Yeah, I wish you would. I wanted to discuss something with you. But I was listening to the conversation. I could see where people was trying to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, you was talking about the popular vote. Popular vote don't elect presidents in the United States, Nathan. That was our brother Rodney talking about popular vote. Yeah, Article 2, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution says Electoral College is the former body which elects the president and vice president of the United States. And you know something else, too. Well, Brother Rodney also said that. Brother Rodney said that. And see, if if they had the state I'm in now, if uh, they had a Democratic uh, primary, I would vote Mm -hmm. for Joe Biden. You why? know why? Because he's the weaker of the two challengers of the president that I support. <laughs> and that does That's happen. You'll, you'll be shocked. I mean, would you tell him, Mr. Patrick, that does happen? See, I, I don't have how, to vote. That's how, yeah, I did. That's, how, that's how Donald Trump got into office. Well, yeah, maybe so. But that's the way things go here in the United States. Uh and uh, I like it that way, the way that it is. I like capitalism. No. Capitalism allowed me to uh, obtain the economic power that I obtained. So, another there's no such thing as the uh, capitalism. I I don't believe in those things anymore. There's no such thing as capitalism. There's no such thing as democracy. They are all myths. Yeah, well, I believe in capitalism because I can do business, and I did ran my business the way I want to without government interference. Okay, and, uh, that I understand and I appreciate. Yeah, uh, here is a question. You raised something before I hand over to Roger. Here's something I wanted to understand or get from you since you raised it. So, how do you, as a, a bunch of people, decide who the president is, so-called electoral college, and ignore the, pop, the, the majority, the popular vote? How do they go about? Is, is the no, platform I'm saying how. What kind of a system is that, where a few individuals decide who is going to be president when the majority of the population says this is the person we want? Well, because this is a constitutional republic. The United States says it's not a democracy. There you go. <laughs> and you and you have to and you have to remember that the populace was never thought of being um, intelligent enough to vote for their representatives, and that's mm-hmm. the, that's how the electoral college came about. They're saying these are the um, well the educated. Folks, and therefore, these educated folks should be the people that that vote for the president. So now, well, and, and the system, well, and really, the system that's not true. In place. Really, yeah, that's not true. And, and hang on for a second, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, that's not true. The reason why you have to have a electoral college is because you got uh, states like the state of California, you got the state of New York, New Jersey. In Florida, if those three states was to, those three states could send enough electors to elect the president where the other 47, 46, 44 states don't have that type of population. 
Iowa has two state senators, congressional senators. Uh, Missouri, had, uh, Florida, Texas have two uh, state federal senators. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's a good way. No, that's they, um, the Senate proportion and the House of Representatives proportion came about in the late 1700s when the the decision on how to bring about the Constitution to replace the U.S. Constitution from the Articles of Confederation. And the only way you can get the states to agree on the proportionality and the difference between one state and the other was the fact that the House of Representatives was brought about that could represent more states. And to balance that off, you'll have two individuals or two senators from each state. So that not, has nothing to do with the Electoral College. That has to do with the transition from Articles of Confederation to the United States Constitution. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. It's open forum. And uh, <laughs> we are yeah, getting ready so to... I got the, my phone just decided to go quiet after I was nice and loud in your on your welcome everyone um so i hope i hope i'll gather my myself myself together so today we have uh, an interesting discussion uh we'll continue from last week and it is coming under the title that time very interesting title i saw it from uh, from india the living bridge the living the living bridge dr patrick this is the way they call the diaspora in uh, in India, they are the living bridge, the living bridge. So we're we're going to to consider that uh, on top of the hour. Um, but for now, we we'll... let's see who is uh, here. Uh, we already know Pianki is here because he's uh, he's been he's been talking. So we'll leave him we'll leave him alone. Uh, um, Kasoso, Good morning. Uh, good morning, Roger. How are you? Um, I'm well, but it's very cold here. It's like minus 20. Uh, so mm. we are a little bit confused. And, uh, you know, this virus thing, who knows? Anyway, we, we have a virtual radio, nothing. So people can stay in their homes and then we do radio. That's right. our business. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, Bella, good morning. How's that? Where was Atlanta? Uh, Atlanta is nice. It's uh, very quiet. It feels like I don't know how to describe it. People are how, how, how is there the, 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 is it the scare or the fear of the virus around there? Yeah, it's terrible. I made the mistake of going to Kroger and everything was pretty much like almost gone, except for the beer. The beer, the Corona beer was still there, but frozen food, <laughs> meat. The no, the Corona beer. No, the corner bill was there, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And Bianchi, how is the situation in your uh in your neighborhood there as far as uh, this virus is concerned? Or you listen to Trump? Well, my grandson has got online classes, L S U shutting down. He's sad that they wanna have a baseball game this weekend. And uh but we're moving along. It's some of the most friendliest people I ever met in my life is down here. I mean, everything is yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir, yes, ma'am, and uh, 
now we greet each other with foot bumps rather than handshakes. But uh, this is okay. Okay, that is uh, that, that that is w- w- wonderful out there. Um, Doctor Patrick, any report from your uh, from North Carolina? Is the scare much much easier over there? The scare is all over, but basically <laughs> coming out of Wake Forest. We have some yes. problems in Wake Forest, but um, we're making do. We're handling. We're washing our hands and drinking yes. a lot of juices and staying away from crowded um, areas. So uh, yeah. we're okay. And yeah. Bianchi, yeah. guess guess what I came across? Bianchi, I came across. I was doing some um, reading, some selective reading, and I came across mm-hmm. your uh, your namesake. Uh, you know, Bianchi from the. Uh, 25th um, Dynasty, and I was reading that in in relationship to the to the Jewish um 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 uh, the Jewish uh, rescue uh, rescue of Jerusalem. The rescue of Jerusalem. Reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good book. But um, that's oh my goodness, it's a very good book. Yeah, have you read it? <laughs> yes, I knew the story. A lot of people don't. Oh my goodness, what a good book! But that's a, that's for another another time. I just wanted to mention that to you. Well, you should call me sometime. We can talk about it. Yeah. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, we probably will exist together. Doctor Musange in Pennsylvania, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, this coronavirus uh, is either you are infected or you are affected. As for me, I'm affected because my grandchildren, uh, their schools have been closed. So there will be yes. no school for them until, I don't know, when they are going to stop it. So I have a full house. Okay. Uh, but when you say affected, it sounds like uh, it's too negative. I mean, you are affected, Affe- but the good thing you have your grandchildren affected, at home. Affected, affected to the fact that the... My grandchildren are always there here. I understand what you mean, Doc. Yeah. But Charlie, Florida is supposed to be <laughs> one of the scary places as far as this is concerned. Uh, Florida? Uh, no. We are okay. We are, okay. We are being safe. We are being wise. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Personally, we have survived cholera in Zambia. All the neighbors and everything, and uh, so we, we know, you know. But well, no, no, not that we are calling uh, this thing on ourselves, but uh, the no. mystery is that uh, Africa has been spared. Uh, they yes. don't even know what's happening. Yeah, well, we we've lived through so many of these things. We know how to handle. Because here, <laughs> if there's an outbreak of diarrhea, it's a crisis. But the crisis <laughs> is our normal. We have cholera every year. We have kept Ebola confined to Congo. It doesn't come into Zambia. We have malaria every season. So I don't know if it's four or five times a year. So yeah. that, of course, we are doing well. Yes. You take precautions. You are, you are conscious of what you're doing. You're not uh-huh. being foolish. You know, yes. So. yes, yes. <laughs> but panic, no. I mean, China no, no, no panic, panic, but like we, we said China. last week, let's be let's be ready. I went not yeah. to buy my cornmeal. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have my cornmeal in the house. If I'm locked up for, for two weeks, at least I've got in Shima. That one I've 
I, I miss you a half. Yeah. I yeah, know, right? I know. Yeah, and I put my wife not to touch that one because that one is for, for Floridians. Uh, yeah, Roger, for Floridians, if a disaster, real, real disaster happens, I think we're gonna be in trouble because every year we go through scares which don't end up to be much. So we end up with 15 cartons of water in your house, you know, 100 cartons of toilet paper. So Floridians, naturally, we they don't. We oh, you're not a, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, we, we say instead of buying ten, I'll say okay, I'll buy two cases just in case. But we, we we we've been through so many scares. We kind of like which is scary because then you could become yeah. careless. Yeah, yeah. Two one four two one four. Last uh, four numbers one one two six. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Uh, is this uh? Brother, I'm trying to remember this. This is Nyambe. Nyambe. Nyambe from? Uh, in the Tulsa area, yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. That's what you said. Last last week, I I I was thinking after the show, I say, I never gave this man a chance. Uh, I hope you were just climatizing. Today, when well, I, you I, see I, things get heated, yeah. just jumping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think I called in last time, last week, but uh, yeah, I think uh, no, you know, I, the, the yeah. first time you called in. I'm trying to remember the first time you called in. I hope you are well. How is the situation with uh, the virus thing there? Uh, it's, it's, uh, I think uh, people are using uh, uh, wisdom and getting prepared. Uh, but uh, I think, the, like the comments alluded to, you know, if you can survive Oklahoma water, uh, you could probably survive coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, is, is that the way it goes over there? Yeah, I never heard that one. I never heard that one, Doctor Patrick. That, that was That's a joke. Correct. Yeah, I know it's a joke. I don't know. I like it. I like it. I, I, I oh, yeah. never heard it before. So, yeah, so now I want one. to visit uh, Oklahoma. Uh, Titus. St. Paul, Minnesota, how are you? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. How is everybody surviving? No corona here. Okay. Yeah, we're staying healthy over there as well. Oh, yeah, but we have maybe three cases uh, going up anyway. They're yeah. going up. Yeah, my... But my... I've got a question for everybody. I've got a question for everybody. I'm trying to verify. Uh, have you heard of any black person dying of corona? <laughs> just trying to figure out. The this black people here are saying you survived worse than than this. What, what yeah? is the what is this virus? That's what the black people are saying. Yeah, I'm more interested to know if anybody caught it. Yeah. Okay, uh, and Kelvin in uh, Indiana, how are you? Roger, good morning. I'm I'm doing good. Uh, it's a snowy day in uh, India today. Temperatures yeah. around 30 degrees. Very shocking. We were at 61 yesterday. That yeah, just tells you how quickly uh, life can change. Not, uh, this is uh, not uh, helping. Yeah. So on top of the hour, like I was uh, saying, we continue with our our series. 
uh, uh, looking at the, the diaspora, the living bridge under the title, the, the, the living bridge, going to be interesting. Uh, last week I had worked, I worked so hard, did my audios, but there's one mistake I made. So a lot of them will be, will be back. So what is uh, in the news uh, this week? Uh, of course, coronavirus has taken up a lot of uh, the news. Um, but I ho- we, 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 we encourage ourselves. Uh, let's not be uh, laid back as we always we, we are black people. Let's uh, prepare ourselves a little bit of everything in the house so that if they declare emergency, you are locked up or the shops are closed like it is in, in Italy, uh, you are not uh, caught napping. At least you have something to, to eat. So let's be prepared, man. Let's be prepared. Uh, talking about uh, the coronavirus, so there was uh, this video, and I don't know if you saw it, by uh, Larry Summers. Um, the Zambians uh, felt uh, insulted. Larry Summers uh, was a former. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a former um, Treasury Secretary, Bill Clinton. And uh, this is what. He said. If that's true, more likely than not, what can be done to either affect how long that lasts or how fast we come back? It may be we're dealing with how steep the curve is at this point. I think it's, uh, I think it's all the things we've been talking about, David. It's mounting the most effective response we can uh, to the virus in terms of public health. It is an embarrassment that we are as short on tests as we are for a country of our uh, affluence. It's the you know, lack of tests for a critical disease is the kind of problem uh, you talk about in Zambia, not the kind of problem you usually talk about in uh, the United States. It is, we gotta make all those investments first, yesterday. We've got to be seen to be co-op. Okay, so the Zantans uh, <laughs> is Larry Summers. <laughs> I don't know what to, to say something about this. Is he right? Or, uh, or where are we mad? Zantans are saying we are mad. Why did he pick on our country uh, to give us an example of uh, ineffectiveness, ineffectiveness, dysfunction? Why did he pick on on on, on Zambia, uh, Dr. Patrick? If you remember last week, we were talking about writing our own story. Does this line of thought of Larry Summers continue in that in that narrative, the African narrative, the the sick uh, the sick continent, the sick everything? Uh, what do you think, Dr. Patrick, or whoever wants to say? I I think I think Larry Summers has stuck his foot in his mouth many times. <laughs> and that was that was one of the reasons why he was kicked out of the university in which he was a chairperson of. But I think uh, Larry Summers was using um, Zambia in place of all of all of Africa. He could have he could have said Nigeria, he could have said Ghana, he could have said Senegal, but the first African country that came to his mind was Zambia. So his, 
his derogatory remark was towards Africa as a whole, not specifically to, to Zambia. But again, uh, as you said, we have to write our own history, and we have to do what you've just done, point out the, the inappropriateness and the impropriety of, of statements being directed at Africa. We have to always correct it and bring it to everyone's attention. Okay. Roger. Sure. Yes, go ahead. I like Dr. Patrick's patriotism. <laughs> you know, what, what that guy said was just a fact, and, you know, we can live with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I thought as much. I, I thought as much. <laughs> Roger, like I said, I'm, I'm working on... I'm working what is the problem with what Larissa Esamaz uh, uh, did, uh, said? What, what was the problem? What with the, that? the problem is this, Roger. It's like when, uh, if I can't afford to put food on my children's table, then I go and say, yeah, like Roger, also he did this. No. Also him, he can't buy shoes for his children. Deal with your own issues as Americans. We have our own issues, you can deal with them. And, and I think for, for any time, you, if you point out anything that is wrong with the American system, they will be the first to defend themselves. We Africans, we Zambians in particular must do the same. Even it doesn't matter whether it is right or not. In a situation where he is referring to a problem in his own house, then he goes and talks about another house. That's wrong. That shouldn't be the case. We should defend ourselves. Not everything about Zambia is wrong. We ought to be a little more patriotic about ourselves. Not everything about us is wrong. You want to touch to what has happened to uh, uh, State Council Sangwa, uh, Nathan. Uh, they've suspended him uh, because he was, according to what they're saying, uh, saying uh, disparaging remarks about the, the judges. So I was thinking to myself, isn't this what, um, all in all, if you look at the totality of Summer's uh, uh, comment, is it, is this not what someone is actually talking about? Uh, who, who does that? You talk about a judge, and then uh, the judges say you are not going to attend any court case in Zambia. Who, who, who does stuff like that? First of all, this is uh, you know the first time I read that this thing. Uh, what do you call it? The memo notice from the I'm actually looking at it right now. Acting Chief Registrar, uh what's this Prince Muinga. I don't think this person is stronger, is fake. Um uh, Prince Muinga. My first question, Roger and everybody was, is this the constitutional way of handling this matter? Did they follow the procedure? according to the legal practitioner's code of conduct in handling a lawyer who criticizes a judge, what does the Constitution say? Within the legal framework of practices, of course, the medical profession has its own rules. Every profession has its own rules. So was this a political decision? Because I don't remember a process of where we read about Sangwa being someone appearing before a tribunal for discipline, for questioning. You exactly. see what I'm saying, Roger? Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. To me, exactly. it just sounds like retribution from state house. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny or bring down my country. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, give him, let the due process take its course. Obviously, there is a, a, a way in which these things are handled. But the only thing that we are seeing here is that he cannot appear before any court, any court or any justices. Whatever. Because probably there is nothing wrong he has done. Basically, but, what but this is... But couldn't the process is, be we suspend you, then you appeal, and you go through the process that way? But the process could also be going that way. Maybe after no, that, that, that letter, if you look at it, it is a, yeah, it is a, yeah. a judgment on its own. This is no, the punishment we are giving you. No, what has happened to uh, John Sango is indefensible in civilized society. And uh, we, we can... Uh, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah, 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 so... What is the process? Yeah. Does this have the right to appeal? This yeah, no, first of all, first of all, what Wankama has said is what we must uh, seek to understand. Right now, I don't think any of us can say we know the procedure of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of firing an attorney. So we cannot confirm whether that, uh, uh, whether that later uh, is, is, is valid according to procedures because we have not looked at the procedures. So if the procedures allow for summary dismissal from the judicial system like that, then it is a procedure that needs to be attacked because that's what this carriage called the government is using. Uh, what yes. we need to, uh, to be awake to uh, as Zambians, both in the diaspora at home, is that the Edgar Lungu administration is a scourge on our country. They yes. do some of the unconventional things that have never been done even since the founding of the republic. We need this scourge to be removed from our existence so that our country can move on with its way of life and return to normalcy. Even where political retribution is concerned, there is even some tact. There is even some, some, uh, some cause. They look for issues in your life that, 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 that are problematic so that those people who have issues cannot be too vocal against it. They use legitimate things in your life. They don't just cook up an issue, and then on that basis they act. This is what we call empty-head leadership, and it's constantly frustrating, and we can't wait for the day when we can change this. I mean, to, to, to add on to that, uh, if, if you look at uh, the way uh, Hakainde is treated, he's never allowed to go out of his house unless he's got uh, police uh, permission. Again, going back to what Larry uh, Summers said, uh, in, in Nathan and everyone here, I was thinking... All this uh, uh, combo way of doing things, the way we do things, could this be what leads to people thinking of Africa in these terms? Then I agreed. I said, probably yes. You know? Probably, I said, probably uh, yes. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Roger. Thank you. I don't know if you are, you are the thought here. I see a lot of people oh, indicating yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to say something. But you are just greeting me. Yeah, I have a thought, actually. What is so funny mm -hmm. is uh, there is a question of uh, him uh, uh, appealing. Uh, at this moment, there is nowhere to appeal because the acting, 
that, that, that thing was done by one person, and the, who, who is he going to appeal to at the moment? The, and that is not the procedure for someone to That's appeal. That's a good point. If, yeah, if it had come from the Law Association of Zambia, because they are the ones who are supposed to discipline him. It's the Law Association of Zambia. They are the ones who have the power. And the, now the court decides that, okay, since you are officer of the court, we have fired you. You can't come to the court. And you know what's so funny about that is, is uh, the case for the president taking, participating in the election is still coming up very soon. And knowing his position, and yes, his, exactly. they want him not to participate yes. in that uh, case. Because they know if he goes there, he has too much convincing power to ask even the judges to recuse themselves because they don't have that qualification to handle such cases, you see. So there is a lot of a lot going on in this case. And uh, with with regard to Sanders, when people talk about the when people talk about the uh, patriotism, I still don't believe patriotism should be the thing to rule us in terms of how we judge our failing government. If you have a failing government. Make it know that they are failing. Enough is enough. Sometimes we should be able to say, I'm sorry. I'm not going to accept this nothing. <coughs> you know, I've said it before here. It's a court. Uh, patriotism to the country. But to the government only when they deserve it. Our PF government does not deserve anybody to talk about patriotism. Honestly, and at this point, when somebody is criticizing the government, do not mix up with the country. We should understand the, 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 the boundaries of the two. There is the country and there is the government. The government is failing, so there is no need for me to be patriotic to PF government, unless I'm stupid, but I'm not. So um, that's what it is. I'll be patriotic to my country. I'll still remain a citizen, but I'll criticize the government every day until we have a government that works for the people, and that is for the people. That is not the PF government. Okay. On top of the hour, uh, we are going to be looking at a very interesting discussion. Uh, I have all my clips last and last week, and uh, when I tried to play them, they, they couldn't play. So I, 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 I recovered uh, uh, through no more time. So please don't go away. Uh, don't go away as we look at uh, uh, some other stories. So, uh, Brother Summers, some people may say uh, he insulted. It's, it's, it's like you have a drunkard, Father Anderson. And uh, uh, everyone knows that uh, the, the father is a, a, a fool in the house. Uh, it probably, if it is in Zambia, even the mom beats him up when he comes drunk and it is acceptable. But when the neighbor... He uh, wants to, to say, to tell you that your, your dad is, uh, is hopeless, then there's a problem. Then you create a problem. Hi, Roger. So, Hi, uh, Roger. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's fair that uh, you want to move away from, uh, I think, a hot topic. Uh, give everybody a chance to talk about that topic. But before okay. I, I make my contribution. We, 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 you know where we are bringing it? 
it's just, just that people quick, brought it uh, a little bit early. Uh, under, under, under the living bridge, we have the diaspora as advocates of democracy. So that Sangwa thing is coming back. Don't worry about it. Uh, that Sangwa thing is yeah. coming up hot. Uh, we, we're going to have a little <laughs> bit of that. The diaspora on uh, education. Uh, the okay, can you allow me to, to say one thing? Can I say one thing? Good morning, Please good go morning, Doctor Kalonde. Good morning, Doctor Kalonde. How are you? You, you, you. you. Sorry, okay, I was go muted. Ahead, go ahead. I was muted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yo, that, that's that's all I wanted to say. We'll talk about uh, the Sangwa issue later, Kazi. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. As as we look at the the, the diaspora as the living the living bridge, I I, I like that term, uh, the living bridge. They call them in India. Uh, they are they are, they are, they are diaspora. Um, we 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 are really pushing. We are we, we keep pushing our, ourselves uh, to to have some effect back home. Um, yeah. So when we come on radio, Naka, Anakazi, when we come on on radio, we 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 we, we want to be giving ourselves some tools, Bakalondi, Akasos, Doctor Party. We want to go away in the week prepared. Uh, either to attack or to do business or to do something. Um, okay, enough of that. Uh, there is a story here. Uh, let me say hello to Vayama first. Vayama, I didn't, I didn't see you in the first round. I don't know what happened. Good morning. Yeah, it was, uh, something came up for Yama. Good, good morning. Uh, about, uh, very quick about summers. Uh, Today, when people uh, respond to something, uh, especially summer, is responding from uh, uh, informed decision, and uh, it's not just coming out of from nowhere. We remember what happened to load shedding, and there's some professors who came out and said, "You haven't seen anything." Uh, this is uh, people in America who said, "You haven't seen anything," and Zambian government didn't listen. You know, but this is people from this, this country, and there's tools out there. There's mathematics that we can do. I can prove to you if we sit down and we think by things what's happening, and the leaders are not looking at it. They are more concentrated on the past and uh, other, uh, 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 other things. If you're talking about uh, Rari Summers, go and erase all the facts on a CIA facts book and blame the intelligence that has been gathering by well-informed and the money has been pumped in to uh, put every country on this earth by this the, government. The, the question, Vayama, to, 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 no, no, Vayama, uh, the question I'm, is, I'm, uh, if, you read right the, Vayama, if you read the um, uh, CIA fact book, about Zambia. Yes. Do you think you can even go to Zambia if you read that? I mean, but is it rules? I mean, is it, uh, and that information, someone might take it and see, like, uh, oh, they're doing bad. You know, you guys, you've been there for me. I got sick. And the information I got out of the hospital, you know, and the way the doctors had dealt with me, be honest, Daniel, you know, what have you done in your life? And, uh, you know, they went to the deepest. They will come and gather me. Be honest, Daniel, so we can help you. You know, 
There's some people I know that they, if you go in the hospital, and this is everyone who came to see me in the hospital, they take some information. Okay, come, come, come back to the topic. Come back to the topic. So what I'm saying, when, when mm-hmm. someone says, uh, says something like that, Okay. Let's take an advice from him and listen. Okay, is that's fair enough. true, you know. That's, okay, that's, that's, enough, that's, that's it. Uh, that's yeah, that's it. fair yeah, enough. Man. I thought thank you for giving me an opportunity. Okay, I'm out okay. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's fair. <laughs> I've just said that. That is uh, fair enough. Um, where is Anakazi? I saw Anakazi here. Uh, Anakazi, there is a law in Tanzania uh, which which has come up. <laughs> they want to pass a law um, that uh, men should give 40% of their money to their wives. Um, and that will be done direct by the bank. Uh, when the money comes, the bank gives 40% to the wife. What say you? I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, I think as much as I uh, promote women empowerment, women economic empowerment, um, I also don't encourage that women should just be given stuff. I think um, we we focus more on on tapping into the potential that women have, their own potential of bringing food to the table themselves, so that they don't rely on that forty percent coming from the spouse. Uh, because what happens when the spouse is not there? Where is that 40% going to come from? This is why it's important to just empower the women independently. And, of course, uh, men should be held responsible for managing the household just like anybody else in the household. So, but I think it shouldn't be something that we just dish out and, and impose on the men. Because, it does, I mean, we're still encouraging those imbalances between men and women in the workplace. It means we're assuming that men are the only ones who bring money home, so um, which is not the case. I mean, I've grown up. I've grown up believing that a woman is just as as smart as, as a capable. man, or yeah, as capable as a man. So why would mm-hmm. we be? Why would I be waiting for my forty percent from my husband? I mean, it's it for me. It's, I think that's just ridiculous. We should encourage. We should we should encourage more <laughs> equality in the workplace. Pay women the same amount as you pay other the men for the same positions yeah. as long as the women are capable. So I haven't read but, the law yet. I haven't read that law at all. I haven't seen it yet. Roger, where is this law? Is it something Bernie Sanders put out there? Uh, I didn't quite hear. <laughs> uh, where is Brother Noel? Brother Noel. Brother Noel, you said yes. You agreed that was a beautiful law. What, what say you? Uh... I get I get I, I get taxes taken out of my paycheck to in this country that I don't even belong to. I don't complain about my taxes being taken out. I don't complain about how much taxes are being taken out from my paycheck, but they are taken out. But for something that has to do with my family, I'd be twice as glad for it to be taken out for my family to be to, to be taken care of. So, if fifteen percent of my paycheck is being taken to pay taxes. Doggone taking the thirty percent to be taken off to take care of my family. I do not see a problem with that. That's number one. Number two, a lot of people back home, a lot of men back home are very irresponsible. When they get that paycheck, it's like an entire no, no, This is 
Now this is to... my money. I will do with what, what I want to do with this money. I can drink with this money. I can do whatever with this money because it's mine because I work for it. It's unfair on the children, and it's unfair for the wife, especially if the wife is not working. How many wives in Zambia work because work? They stay home and take care of the family. Number three, women are just good at, at, at financials. We men might think we are good at financials, but women are good at financials. If it wasn't for my wife, I would still be living in an apartment right now. So that's what I, that, that, that's what I think. Let the woman handle the household, the, 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 the domestic situations, the shopping situations, the school situations, and that's where the 40% comes in. That's just my take on that one. Where is Vachari? Vachari said no. Uh, where is Vachari? You said it yeah. was a bad idea. It is a bad idea because um, this is a moral issue. If you are evil, you don't want to take care of your family, doesn't matter what the government right. is. Yes, and some of those guys are, are, are just uh, evil. That was Kumaini, my father was a Shimaini, my uncle, all my uncles, we were all Shimaini families.
You can't regulate moral issues. Roger, Roger, Rashad, you're yeah. making a mistake. You're making a mistake. You can you can regulate no. uh, moral issues. Uh, right no. now, prostitution, prostitution is regulated. It's a moral issue. So you cannot pick which moral issue to regulate. Prostitution is commercialized. They are selling the booty. Yeah, but it's a moral issue. It's a moral issue. Yeah, it's a moral issue. So regression... What, what, in fact, what we should do is read the reasons why they are thinking of that. Probably, <clears throat> according to culture, some men might not be uh, prone to sharing whatever they get with the families. They, instead of going home, they go straight to the bar or to prostitute. And now, that is very common in some of our Lakalondi. That's very common yes, in the low-income category. Let me finish, gentlemen. Let me finish. But uh, when the government gets stranded to try to find a solution to the problem, like Sokotwana has said, the government is not bent to turn that issue into socialism. Probably they are trying to avoid the introduction of socialism because if the parents are not doing it, probably the government will start taking care of those children. So go back to the pockets of the parents and say, you know what? Sorry, like you would do garnishment in the child support, which is basically the same thing. We do garnishment. We take the money straight from the salary to give to the child because we don't want you to miss payments. Then the child go to school without uniform. The child go to school without food in their belly. We should start to think about what the intentions are. That's what we should look at. It's not like they are trying to do it just because they are trying to empower women. That is not empowering women. That is an issue of empowering families. That's what they are trying to do. So in my case, I'm sorry, I would support that because one, if if you are really well-intentioned for your family. What is wrong with getting the money straight to their account? What is wrong with that? I think I agree. I'm, I, I'm with you. Because what you are saying, uh, that uh, you cannot uh, regulate, uh, the same with child support. If someone is responsible, uh, probably if people were responsible, there was no way they were going to regulate that. Uh, this is your child. Why should you be forced to uh, to look after your child? So, because people, men especially, we tend to be Katwish. The, uh, the government had to come in. And uh, well, this, the, in my view... That's assuming that the same women or the same families they're trying to empower have access to bank accounts. If they're going to transfer the money directly... Most women up to now, uh, they're not, they can't even open bank accounts without the husband. Those laws are still things that we there, there you go. There you go. There you go. So, 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 so those are the things, especially the organization, Anakazi, should be looking into to make sure. That's what we're, that's what we're looking into already. Those, those are the issues. They open accounts now. They didn't open accounts because men were not giving them money. But now, since the money is going to come straight from the government, and it will be a government state, they will open accounts. 
The man was just stop working and say, I won't be in the country. <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> well, well, you evil, evil man. Somebody who is rotten doesn't want to do that. Who thinks stop working and say, I won't be So you're not going to do that. That's what they do that's yes, what they do with child support. When they realize, <laughs> they, when they realize that there's a child support yes. issue, they stop going to work. I see. Yes. Yep, that's yeah. what happens. They stop doing things. Then we quickly we 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 move on. Um, we 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 all look at what is uh, uh, again happening around us. Uh, the this uh, virus thing has taken the the market down, uh, especially the stock market. So the the Fed they had to find money, 1.5 trillion, and pump into pump into the economy. Let's begin with Wakasonso. You are the accountant stroke um, economist with the Anakas, and probably Dr. Patrick will help us. First question is, where, where does this money come from? Uh, they print it in uh, uh, um, um, quantity is, so they print it. They just print it. You have to remember, Roger, the United States uh, prints the currency in which most of the world conducts its business. <laughs> yes. So when they talk about that uh, $1 trillion, uh, well, you should visit us. So I can I can take you where they will be printing it. It's just there. It's maybe like uh, six million miles away from here, uh, where they print the money. So they'll just print it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, and I it ask you that a, question because it, it uh, my country like, cannot just wake uh-huh. up and print money. Uh, yeah, because you don't, you, uh, because you don't, you don't all have this issue of inflation, all this of uh, what I, I wish yeah. Musawa had uh, could do. Your, 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 your country cannot print money because they don't have quantity is. So uh, what what what, what um, the question you've asked is actually an excellent one. Is that a good thing to just print the money? Uh, you have to look at the options the, of uh, the economy shrinking because economic activity. It has dramatically is going dramatically down. Economic activity is tied to people's activities. How people live, go, working up every day and going to work. That is economic activity. The things that people do. So once those activities are, are abandoned, uh, the economy not dies because economic activity and the movement of uh, uh, the movement of money is tied to the activities of the daily activities of human beings. So with this. Uh, Virus uh, with people self-quarantining, including uh, this um, contributor, uh, it, it means that a lot of activities that could you could, could lead to the movement of money around are not going to be happening. So, how the, how is the government going to show up that they have yes offered the what one point trillion? But the biggest question we have here in Washington is how. And where are they going to put this money? There are two thoughts on that. The first one is that the money should be channeled through the premier economic enterprise, which are businesses, and then it trickles down to the people. And the second one is that it should go directly to the people because it's from those people that activity will come again to swell, to turn the wheels of the economy um, around again. 
Uh, but my own thinking is that this transitional period will just lead to a new economy because now the, the, the idea of commuting is, is going to, to be brought down and a new economy will emerge where people have to, have to do most of their work from home. And post this coronavirus, we'll be talking about a totally different economy. Those are some of the thoughts I have um, going around in my head on this topic. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Patrick, are you able to put in a little bit of meat here? Because uh, I'm very mad, actually. Uh, uh, Zambia has a lot of uh, mineral reserves. They cannot print money against uh, uh, those reserves. Congo has uh, trillions uh, of, of dollars underground. They cannot make uh, money. And here is the United States. If the country is cornered economically, all they can do is let's print the money. Anyone else? No, you can't do that. Dr. Patrick. Well, well you, can, you can trace the history of money um, back to 1790s in the United States. And from 1790s all the way up to present time, money has been, money as we know it, has been converted many times uh, from gold, we had a gold standard. The money was based on how much gold we had in our vaults, and that was changed to paper money based on the, the who controls the the printing of money and the making of money. You can go back to the Rothschilds, who was um, intimately involved in the banking system in the United States as well as five five other European countries. The the main thing is who controls the money, and based on who controls the money as to what's the premier currency, which at this particular time is the dollar. So if you're going to try to make money or print money, it has to be based on the dollar. So Zambia's money is based on the dollar. The dollar, you can't change that money or you can't print money unless it is in conformity with the U.S. dollar, and that's similar to many other money. Uh, it's, it's, it's very lengthy and unwielding, but the, the, um, the bottom line is the money, what's the money based on, what's the dollar based on, and at this present time it's not based on the, the gold or it's not based on silver. It's based on the floatability of a currency as to how much you have in loans or how much you have in savings and how much you have invested in the markets. So you have three types of money, and the, the manufacture of money will be based on what type of monies are going to be profitable to the, to the major businesses, the geopolitical businesses. It's, it's a long and unwielding um, it is. story it is, about but money. But yes. It is. Um, it's still uh, making, uh, according to some analysts there, when they compare to, was it uh, 1939 with Great Depression, they said uh, the, the bank did that. They were uh, printing money at the end of the day. Uh, because when you look at the problem, like uh, Dr. Kasoso was saying, uh, the problem is not that people don't have money. 
people don't want to go out. That's where the problem the, the problem is. So, um, one day the world, in my view, Dr. Patrick and everyone else, one day the world will wake up and say, we are going to be using Chinese yuan. And then we'll see uh, if America can continue printing money and survive. Uh, the only uh, way, the uh, only way that would, uh-huh. the only way that would happen is if the Federal Reserve is owned by the the Chinese banking concerns. But as long as the Federal Reserve is housed here in the United States, that won't happen. The okay. Federal Reserves are the yes. people that make money, and the Federal Reserve is not a exclusively owned federal quote unquote bank. It's owned by uh, numerous banks in the in the United States. Okay. Uh, probably, uh, so probably. we continue with our our series we started last week. Uh, I don't know if we we made any progress. Uh, like us also, like along in one corner, and the others also, uh, we were talking about all these uh, investments, but we didn't get to some of the. Uh, the clips I wanted to uh, to play. Um, the clip I want to to begin with. Uh, where, where is Vayama here? Vayama, I want you to prepare. A, you are in logistics, so you are going to tell us uh, if you were to um, be a bridge. Uh, to to Zambia as far as logistics is concerned, uh, what you think can be taken there? So narrow down your in my in short narrow down your 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 comments before I call you. Narrow, narrow I'll, I'll down. pass. Yeah, I'll pass. Don't pass. I say when I come to you, uh, please be prepared. Uh, here is the the clip. We are going to uh, to look at, and then we are going to discuss. I see the diaspora as pivotal. We have one foot on each side. We have the benefit of insight, influence, and you know they say to whom much is given, much is expected. So the, the demands on us as the diaspora are many, but we have risen to meet those demands. Okay, it was a short clip. I'll play it again. Uh, please listen, and then we are going to talk a lot. We are going to talk a lot. Let, let, me, let, let me do it again. I see the diaspora as pivotal. We have one foot on each side. We have the benefit of insight, influence, and you know they say to whom much is given, much is expected. So the, the demands on us as the diaspora are many, but we have risen to meet those demands. I don't know who takes it. I think, and that is since you are the only lady here, I want to, to, to begin with you. Do the diaspora, do we realize the power we have, Anakas? Uh, this lady here, if you, if you saw it, it was uh, a big discussion. Uh, they say we are pivotal. And when I look at the word pivotal, it's like something which holds the entire building together. Do we realize the power we have? I, I think we do. Um, but most importantly, we are so connected with home that we are so willing to do whatever we, it 
we can with the little that we have. Because I don't believe we we have that much resources, um, but we do have collectively enough to make positive change back home. But I also think back home, the, the issue is we we face this push whenever we try to do something. Um, it took us a long time to get to a place where we're saying, okay, let's start doing things for ourselves. Initially, it was always, how can I help, you know, a, a sister, a relative, a cousin, a brother, something. We're always giving uh, to others before we even empowered ourselves enough to be doing that. But, um, yes, we do know that we can make a change, collective. Uh, but I think it takes both sides back home then giving us that environment where we can flourish and, and do uh, provide the, the support that we need to support, to provide as a, as a group of people in the diaspora. So, yeah, we, we do know what we can do. We already, we, we've established that. But it's also at the detriment of our own, um, you know, family resources, because I've, I've, I've been talking to to Indians who've been here a long time, they're also in the diaspora, and they'll tell me, you know what, I'm, I'm almost 50 and I don't have a pension, you know, and and you know the Indians are very aggressive with, with that kind of uh, wealth creation or, or savings or, or multiplying, they, they're good at that, so when you hear someone who's been in, in, in the diaspora for so long tell you they don't have a pension, then this is very common even amongst ourselves as African diaspora. We don't have enough ourselves, but we're always willing to give. So that, I think that's just my thoughts on that. <laughs> where was it? Where was it? I, I, I'm still going to be on pivotal. Uh, the, the diaspora, we are pivotal. And like as it says here, yes, we are, but our resources uh, are not enough to do uh, to, to me, to me, that renders our our power anakazi uh, not that effective if we add on a uh, uh, but who, who else wants to to add on here? Diaspora. Do we? The question is, do we realize how pivotal we are to the development of Africa, to the development of Zambia? Who wants to have a go? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, we may we may have the numbers but our economic base, to be honest, I don't think measures up to what our Chinese or Indian friends have. I mean, just look at Israel for example. Uh the diaspora for Israel, they send a lot of money to the country and they also have political influence not just in their country but also here in the US. Just look at any election that happens, like you have to have a position on where Israel stands. If you're going to stand for a position of uh, the president. But work for us as the African diaspora, we don't have that uh, financial influence to even influence policies the way our Israeli friends would do it here. So even that, they don't take it seriously, to be honest. We have contribute money through remittances, but at the end of the day, our financial influence is limited. So until we can improve that and decide whether through entrepreneurship, or better paying jobs or whatever has to be done. Our influence will always be limited, I think. Okay. Chairman, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I wanted to say, Anakazi raised the, um, a point in her contribution. Mm-hmm. She said 
pushed back from home. You see, when we go to that realization, you see, that pushback is frustrating. We do realize our role is digital, and the two things that the clip also brought out, apart from digital, is insight and influence. There you go. You see, there you go. You see, you see you the go. thing is, when people realize that you have greater insight and you can be influential, that's where that point Anakazi brought in of pushback. It is often misunderstood to say, or you are showing yes. off. No. Yes. Uh-huh. You see, it's always looked at it that way. And yet, if I just come and I say, hey, Noel, hey, Rachari, oh, Rakalonde, you know that you can also do this this way? You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know why it's so hard for us to say, to take an input from another person to say, you can do it another way. It's actually even a better When you recognize that what the person is telling you is even a better way, we tend even to resist more. That's where our problem is. Yeah, another thing I wanted to comment on. Uh, before, you come in, before you come in, okay. before you come in, okay. The, the, the line of thought you should bring, uh, keep to your mind uh, is the Indian Prime Minister when he tells his diaspora, you are the living bridge. Uh, Brother Nathan, you are the minister of the word. I'm sure if you look at that, there is a sermon right there. <laughs> <laughs> there is a sermon. You are a living, you are the living bridge, they call they, they call the, um, the the Indian diaspora. You are the living bridge, and and one of the uh, uh, I don't know. We always want to look at in terms of sometimes money, but no, we are le- the living bridge. Go ahead, Vakasos. Yeah, the issue that Vakama raised from the clip of insight. Um, mm-hmm. uh, insight is one of our greatest. Um, one of our greatest, if not the single greatest uh, uh, asset that we have as a yes. diaspora because yes. of exposure. We're simply yes. based on raw exposure. Because yes. living here in the United States, even if you don't go to university or get any degree or whatever, for example, there is a lot you have to learn to be able to survive here, uh, yes. which, is, is, which is probably even the equivalent, if not even more, than a bachelor's degree obtained in Exactly. Canada. Because exactly. of the nature of the society, you, uh, you, you have to live and adapt in. So insight is a critical issue. But we have a cultural handicap in the Republic of Zambia. Uh, we are kind of allergic to facts. Uh, we, as a, a culturally, when we look at facts, we don't, we don't like facts. We, we want to ignore facts. And unfortunately... for the argument, for the basis of our discussion, before we go uh-huh. to Zambia, because uh-huh. always when we just take our minds to Zambia, everything uh-huh. corrupts Under the title uh-huh. The Living Bridge, let's uh-huh. be on this side of the, of the road. Let's look at ourselves, this side of the world, before we cross uh-huh. on the bridge, before we cross. Uh, so you talk okay. about the insight, the power we have, yeah. right here, yeah. the, the, before the, we yeah, create in- problems with Zambia. Okay, the inside part is, is, is very basic. It's very, very basic because um, uh, even people that we live with here in the United States, 
They don't understand where we come from and the things we also know. That is also insight. And I like if, if we reach a point where we decide to be useful, uh, even in this society, uh, we can create a bridge for the people in societies where we live to understand our conditions and our situations better. So the issue of advocacy is critical uh, in that regard because the more visibility we get here, uh, the more our little spot across the big river uh, will be, uh, the more attention they'll pay that to. Uh, let me drag you back to Larry Summers' comment. Larry Summers' comment was simply based on, on a fact of observation of the differences he has seen in the way systems go and systems run. But also comparing Zambia to the United States was in a way not a very fair comparison. Because in as much as their countries, if you look at the quality of countries, the United States is like a continent with immense resources. It's an odd country. Zambia is a little baby. Just a few years ago, it was just a bush. So, you, you, and you know, uh, it is a, a developing country. That's that sort of thing. So, you, you can't compare, uh, you know, line on line in that regard. So, we can use our insights to even educate people like Larry, but also take from him the facts that can be useful across the other side. But we yes. have a culture, we have a culture where we are <laughs> allergic we to facts. No, we have a culture <laughs> where we are allergic to facts. Yes, and, and, yes, and, and as long yes. as that does not change, it's difficult to be useful whether you have the insight or the, 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 that insight should be used in a domain that relates to your people group. You know what I'm saying? If we now what is the nature of the people who are in the Let's look at uh, uh, some of the examples. Uh, of insight, I, I took out education. The insight we may we, we may have uh, uh, in uh, ed- education. Um, probably someone back home listening to us, um, they'll just take it as one of those things. Nathan, we talk about on this radio. How is it that a child in the United States of America goes to kindergarten up to grade 12? It is okay. The child in Canada can go up to kindergarten to grade 12 unchallenged, so to say. It is okay. A child in Europe goes to, co- to, to, to kindergarten to grade 12. It's okay. But a child in Zambia, we want to throw them out of school at grade 7, at grade 9. We throw them out of school. When I was looking back alone at the word inside, I said to myself, how painful can this be? Especially when you live here. When you see how easy it is for our children to go to school, school from grade, grade one, kindergarten to grade 12. And yet, we are studying a 14-year-old kid, a 12-year-old kid, grade 7, we have no place for you. That is an example it's, of it's, insight I took. They have a say in our chat. It's, it's, it's painful. Um, to see that happening, but uh, we also have to understand that uh, the answer to everything that you and me, like uh, Yereka and everybody, you call her uh, Anakazi, I'll call her Yereka. Um, like Yereka has said, uh, it also goes to where 
we are discussing back home. If you went and brought up that idea of let's do A, B, C, D, the same people that you are trying to talk for in introducing school to go through to grade 12, some of them will protest and will say, well, you can't go America. You see? London. Those things will come. Yes, it's painful. People want to, to get educated. But at the same time, they are missing forms in terms of what you want to do. You, as you are, Roger, there, with all the brilliant ideas that you might put on the table and try to at least help the man, the, the, the person that side. Then, Sanzi Lusambo. You find that a lot of Zambians, they'll go on the side of Lusambo. Not you. Why? It's a cultural thing whereby we are used to that. It's very difficult for you and me to penetrate that system. Because now you are going with different notions than the system has. Eureka has told you that they struggled for them to have that anakas back home for it to start helping the women. Some of the people who are resisting were women, if I'm not right. Some of the people resisted were fellow women. That is how it is. So even when you talk about education, some of the people who are going to resist your notion of type of education you want to take, they will say, I have a letter education in America. You see? Okay, someone with a computer, that's a computer, please uh, mute your phone, uh, that, that is okay. Uh, Richard, you're safe. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree generally with uh, the fact that, uh, you know, when you want to get uh, take some certain things home, you're going to face push, pushback. But at the same time, I reflect back to when I was in Zambia, before I was exposed, before, uh, even just before I traveled to South Africa and back. Some of the things, like I'll give an example. My uh, Dr. Poole wanted me to build a restaurant. I had no clue what the fast food restaurant the ideas he had were, were looked like. I'd never been to one. You know, and we did the best we could uh, with, you know, the few ideas that he gave me. But coming here, living through it, if I had that opportunity again, with the money, with less than the money that I spent, I could do 10 times better than we did then. So some of it is that our people, yeah, you can go with your brilliant idea. Now, they, they have no clue what we are talking about. It doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense to them. So, you know, it is, I'm not saying they are right, but you're going to face resistance. So what happened in 1964 around independence time where a lot of the African government sent people out, came back with their ideas, um, ideas that helped the nation. If there is a way that we can still be able to do that, uh, a person that we are working with, it's the government, it's a complex one. Part of it is because they don't want to do uh, the issue of corruption comes into play. Because, for instance, with education, you talked about children going all the way through. Even here, the children who do not progress, they are held back. They don't necessarily write a full exam, but they are held back. But the classes are exercised where a teacher can teach the children to a place where they can qualify to go to the next grade easily. 
That's part of it. And in Zambia, there are two things we have to fight against. One, how much space do we have from if we have 10,000 uh, primary schools, we only have 3,000 secondary schools. How much space do you really have? That's I like that. The the I, 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 I like that case. thought. You, 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 yeah. you hold so, that thought. You, you hold that, that, that thought, uh, uh, Rachad. Uh, yourself, Rachad, Brother Nathan here, uh, Navakasonso, is, you, you are pastors in a way. <laughs> Dr. Patrick, I would like you to, to come in. You, you are pastors. And uh, we, read, we read in the Bible, remember, Rachad, when they send the, the spies to go and look into the city, what do they go and find there? The they find giants. Oh, there are big people in there. Yes. There are big people in there. There's a big mm-hmm. problem. We can't do to big obstacle Nathan, in the city. But we see yeah. the children of Israel, if we have to go Bible, they conquer. Mm-hmm. They conquer. This is what, what yeah. we, we, we want to start possessing. If we yes. know, ladies and gentlemen, we have the tools. We are pivotal. Yes. Why do we keep going back? Why we should fail? So, so Roger, that's my, that's, that, that, that's my thought. Why we go yeah. back? No, we 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 will fail. No, we will fail. No, we will fail. That's I don't the understand thing. that. Yeah. I don't understand so, that. so Roger, Roger, using your example, one of the things when the children of Israel went to finally conquer, there was strategy. So we know what we are faced against. Hey. What is strategy? One of the That's why some of the people have been meeting for 10 years. We can't yeah, come up with one of the strategies. Yeah, <laughs> one of the strategies, for instance, with my, my, my sister Erika, what she's been able to do. She didn't come back and say, you know, forget Zambia, I can't penetrate. I'm trying to help them. They are just miserable. They, 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 they like their poverty. No. What system? She figured out a strategy, and now there are people, real people on the ground being helped. That's what I'll ask We acknowledge the, the difficulties, but we still uh, have come up with strategies that are going to win against all odds. Well, Roger, well, Roger just, just, just a small part that I left out. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to say that in, uh, in some parts of uh, what takes place back home, it's also a <coughs> We also have a role to play that makes them to react the way they react sometimes. We, we overdo our, ourselves. We want to look down upon those people. Instead of going in at the level of their understanding, and okay. we understand ourselves. right there. Yes, but you... I'm sorry I left out that part that we also contribute to the to the problem and I do think uh, Anaka probably went in and found a way as a lady to work with other ladies from the cultural uh, aspect or in terms of how you work with women back home with respect and those such things and the, eventually it came out together but uh, sometimes yes I, I know that we can also try to be pompous, try to show that, yes, I'm so-and-so in Montana, you see, when Montana is just the mountain. So I think we should also try to moderate and go a bit down, just like we do when we're teaching 
we don't go at a higher level when we are teaching first graders. That's the mistake. Uh, exactly. 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 We, 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 we are there. Higher there. So they can't come there, Wakarondi. Those people will never come at our, our, our level. That's not another Wakaroso. They will never come at our level. But we can, we can come on the lower level, Nathan. Yeah, it's easy to be misunderstood, like Wakarondi is saying. The other side to, to that is, uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, that pushback, first of all, comes from within your immediate family. Okay, let's just deal with that. I thought my cousins and my uncles should be the first people to understand that is just trying to be helpful. You see what I'm trying to say? It's just that, uh, what do you call it? I, I, gentlemen, I still want us to to have Nathan. That that backbone of steel, the lady mm. talking uh, 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 is talking about. She oh, says yeah. we we are pivotal. Uh, the structure of the house will depend on us. If we give excuses, Nathan, the house is gone. I want oh, yes. to know that. Here is a, here is a, here is a point. Here is a point. This Dr. Patrick has always said this to us. The issue of resources coming to play. How about, uh, I know you're going to make this announcement, Roger. I don't want to go ahead of you. How about coming up with a project, go there, don't try to go and make anybody do something in a certain way. Just go there and start doing things and let them observe how you're doing it. How about that? There you go. Just go start at a farm, the... introduce certain farming practices. Let them observe you. Go start yeah. a, a, what you call it, a fruit producing factory. Tell all these women to bring the mangoes to you. Let the people observe what you're doing. There you go. Them, 
This is what you need to do. This is what you have to do. Without showing results, it's very hard to change anybody's mind. But when you show them, like Nathan has said, and you show the results, and the results show that it's be- your thinking or your doing is faster and better than theirs, then they're more inclined to follow and to listen and to, and to follow your, your lead. So telling them is one thing, but showing them is even a better thing. And then when you produce results that are better than theirs, then they are more liable to go for your vision and to go for, 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 for your kind of thinking. That's just my thought. Okay. The key word, again, is uh, 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 pivotal, uh, the lady talks about. Uh, and when I was visualizing Nathan about something which is pivotal, when I was visualizing, it is, it is something, if it was a building structure, a building cannot do without. It has to be there. So whether in Zambia or in Africa, there is a pushback, they cannot afford to not to have the diaspora. They cannot afford. We are pivotal. And I want people to understand that. We are pivotal. The Africa cannot afford not to have the diaspora. Because like an example like also I gave for education, I have always talked about this, Nathan and I, we have talked about it on radio. How a 14-year-old child, how as society we have agreed in Zambia that a 14-year-old kid should leave school because we don't have space for him. So that's where I said uh, a good point, Rachel, up. Our professor here, Rakalonde, is a technologist. We will go on Google, there is a lot of technology now. You don't need a class. Coronavirus is, is teaching people now in class. A school is, is in the house. You don't have to go to class. All these are insights we are getting. Definitely, yeah, yeah. is, is going to change. School is going yeah. to change. No more going to class. Mm-hmm. That is insight, in my view insight we are getting. We are living it. And you know, uh, when you go to um, countries like Kuwait, they even tell you that if you, uh, you, you, you got your degree online, uh, then you cannot teach in one of their schools. Now the schools are not going to be conducted. So they have to go and change their entire academic policies. It's a new global economy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so everything's going to change. Everything's going to change. So we, we, I think we, the diaspora, are playing a role of saying, sell your goat, we'll give you a laptop. Or sell a cow, and the laptop is going to teach probably the entire village. Those are some of the the the, the, the thoughts. Uh, this actually came from my discussion with Wakalondi. We were talking about the other day about insight. This is where Wakalondi says, where we live here, no matter where people back home like it or not, where we live, there is money here. And the opportunity for investment is back home. 
That is an insight. Now, how do we tap into the money which is here and invest back home? Say something. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of the things that I think about uh, is, uh, you know, I, I was, uh, I was, I was in India in November, and uh, there's uh, one of the comments that I heard from one of my colleagues there was, the Indian government was pushing a lot of the diaspora to slow down on on buying homes, and uh, because they were driving the cost of living high, because a lot of them are buying homes and just. You know, they're just sitting there or they're renting them out. And with the population increase there in India, it's becoming a challenge. Uh, But with that being said, you know, I think uh, when Trump was visiting Modi a couple, uh, maybe four weeks ago, one of the things that was going to come up as a point of discussion was uh, the HB1 visas and how it's a priority for India, I guess, in that sense, to be sending their people here, you know, a certain a certain education level here to come and uh, learn at, at, at really at the cost of the Indian government and the Indian people with that expectation that, you know, I'll come back and, and, and drive uh, value back to, 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 to India. So from, a, you know, when I look at the diaspora here, you know, from a, one thing I look at all the time is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, are we, you know, are we at the point of, uh, physiological needs where we, we're trying to just survive here? Are we at the point of where we're looking for safety needs? Or, you know, have we reached that uh, maybe the Indian diaspora has reached that point of self-actualization where they're looking at fulfilling, uh, achieving, uh, you know, something greater than, than their own. So that's, that, that's kind of a little bit of uh, what, what I've got to say there. I like that. I like that. And when we look at the, 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 this quote which came from the Indian uh, Prime Minister, the living, the living Bridge, that is one role probably we can uh, play. Push a lot of our people to Dr. Patrick and I, if you remember Dr. Patrick, we are talking about bringing good farmers here, aren't we, Dr. Patrick? We want them to come and, uh, and, and visit. Who is playing that role? Zambia Block yeah, Talk Radio. Visit. Visit, learn, visit, learn, and train the trainer. Yes. 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 The other point we go to, probably we are going to mention um, our friend who has been fired, is the diaspora as the advocate for democracy. Here is is the the clip. As diaspora groups continue advocating for democracy and human rights across the continent, Africa's most powerful resource is proving to be the caring attitude of its people. Uh, we'll play it again, so Nathan, he likes words like that. As diaspora groups continue advocating for democracy and human rights across the continent, Africa's most powerful resource is proving to be the caring attitude of its people. Before I go on, Nathan, what are the words there you are picking out? Maybe we should look at you are the words. Caring human, <laughs> human rights and the caring attitudes. Did you, did you also mention powerful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. 
you see, <laughs> one, one, one of the things we need to do very quickly, yes. one of the things we need to do, Roger, is in the near future, I don't know, next year, maybe 2022, we can look at hosting an electoral process summit. There you go. Our elections are handled, not just in Africa, worldwide. Let's bring the American electoral process, European, Japanese, because even in South Africa, they elect their president differently than America does, than Zambia does. Let's okay. look at the electoral processes of the world. Okay. Uh, I don't know who, who wants to have a say here. We are... Anakaz, you, you left. You, your name was... Yeah, yeah. Let, me throw in, let, let, let me throw in that, actually. There is a key word here this man says. We are the advocates of democracy. Mm -hmm. yes. And we have the John Sangwa thing going on in Zambia. So I want yeah. now people to, to, to marry those yeah. two. We yeah, first of all, are the advocates. Yeah, f first of all, I would first like question, to... Uh, before you say it, first question to you. Wh why do you think they are saying we are the advocates of democracy in Africa, the diaspora? Uh, yeah, the first thing is we are exposed to democracies that have developed for more years than we, we an infant democracy. Uh, this, you know, uh, let me take you back to the Chiluva era. Uh, in the Chiluva era, one of the arguments that he made, which I agreed with him, was the comparison between African democracy and the European uh, democracies. He said that they, have, uh, they democratized many years ago. We have just democratized, and we are an infant democracy, and we are, are going through the teething problems of cultivating and developing a democracy. So, uh, and that's, uh, uh, well, that was Chiluva's view. But from Chiluva to today, we have seen that the country has veered uh, uh, from that path extensively. So because we have observation of firsthand of how developed democracies work, it gives us an opportunity and insight to be able to, uh, you know, kind of push a conversation that advances more democratic tendencies and values as we grow our young democracy, uh, as it was initiated by the, um, uh, by the Chiruba group and, and now is... Uh, it's like a, 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 a stray car off the road. Uh, but the most important thing is advocacy. I, that's why we have to highlight your role that you have pre played as a radio. That's a lot of advocacy. There are a lot of ideas here that have been uh, championed. And sometimes you even bring in people from there during tensions. And, and that is part of the role of advocacy for democracy. And, and you know, um, we have to first of all, educate ourselves as to yes. what the procedures of the John yes. Sangwa situation yes. like are be, before, like we can be, before we can be able to definitively say this is what it is. But clearly, uh, there's no smoke without fire. Uh, what is happening is that the government does not like what he's saying, and they use the government machinery or whatever uh, unknown individuals. We only see a signature. <laughs> when ordinarily, in either in a company or in any business deal or in any association where a person's rights or, 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 or eligibilities are being suspended, they quote what they did and they also compare it with a specific rule that they abrogated for them to do that. If you read that, that, that letter, 
sorry to say, that's a stupid letter written by a person without a brain. Because one, in that letter, we don't, they don't tell us what John Sangwa did and which specific rule he abrogated, which led to that type of a decision. So that is the, that's the thing we are, we are advocating even on this, on, this, on this forum. We want democracy in Zambia, and we want things to be done properly. This approach to governance is retarded. Roger, let me just keep it real because I want to that for me as, a, as we are advocating, right? If we are going to come in with calling people stupid, we are wasting our time. We're not going to go anywhere, first of all. Number two, we win a democracy. If 51% of the people say we want this one, it doesn't matter how much I hate that one or how much I think that one is wrong. Those 51% people have paid. So I think it would be more beneficial if we begin to say, okay, let's find out what are the legal implications. Okay, John Sangwa, this procedure, uh, let's say, for instance, if the procedure was wrong and what the government did or the law association or whoever banned him from practicing law was illegal, then we say, hey, what you are doing is illegal. Somebody should be held accountable for doing this. And we make sure that person is held accountable. If it is legal, then we can say, this thing, we don't like it. So let's change this law and advocate so that it doesn't happen to another Zambian who wants to speak. So either way, we are, that's what I'm saying. Let's get the facts on the table and then go. Because this is one thing that shuts the Zambian government from even listening to our good ideas. When we begin to call them names before we have our facts, Let's stay on the on the general. That way we can. If, if, if we again, it's nice. We John Sangwa uh, is uh, example is is coming up. But we we have a lot of uh, issues in Zambia. H uh, H for instance is the opposition leader is not yeah. allowed to to go around the country. Uh, to, to that is that is an issue of. Roger, can I advocate something here, Roger? My big brother, my big brother, was Chivala Yasanaka, and Gavaya Savalesa Pushi. Would ever pay up? Okay, go ahead. There was someone who wanted to say something. Yeah, I, I wanted to respond to Bachelet's uh, uh, comment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, let's allow uh, the, the, the entire crew here. Uh, someone wanted to throw in one cent while Bachelet wanted to talk. Was that Nyambe? No, that was okay. no. I, I'm good. Okay, okay, that, that, that's okay. That, 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 that's okay. So we want to keep the, the discussion general. Uh, probably not uh, just uh, Zambia, uh, but uh, Af Africa as, as a whole. We, we are being told as a diaspora, we are advocates of democracy. In, in, if we didn't know, today we are taught, we, we heard here from the Voice of America guy, we are advocates of, 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 of democracy. Um, I don't know. Help me here. Are we using this tool as the, as, as the advocates? Are we, are, we, are we utilizing this tool we, we have as advocates of democracy back home? Yeah, we are, we are trying to, but uh, you know, to be honest with you, uh, yeah, we are advocate, advocating um, amongst ourselves, not mm -hmm. 
with them because uh, at the moment, I will tell you that we don't have so much influence on anybody back home apart from our families. So it's quite um, advocating and arguing amongst ourselves at the moment. Unless there is something tangible that is being done and used back home. And okay. They, I like that. Yes. That's how, my, can, my how can we be then effective? I, I like that. Then we can change the question to say, how can we be effective advocates of democracy back home? How can we be? One example uh, came from Ethiopia. Ethiopia was at the brink of collapse. The diaspora yeah. pushed, 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 pushed. Yeah. The country yeah. now yes, has how risen. Be, yeah. How we can yeah. be advocates. One of the things you can do is effective pick up advocate. a particular issue. You have to be effective advocates. We pick up a particular issue. Then we, our committee here studies the thing. And then we can come and say, Government of Zambia, this is what is wrong, and this needs to be changed. And then, if you read all that, that interview that you attended initially, when, when you say particular issue, be, 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 specific, uh, uh, be, be specific. Yeah, they, yeah, look, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. So you can pick one. Let's say, for instance, we picked up the Roger, the, the Sangwa issue. That's an example. Or let's say the okay. freedom of freedom to assemble. The freedom to assemble, right? And during an yes. election campaign, I like like say, what the government, Zambian government is doing is wrong. You, we, we present our facts and our legal arguments I like that. to the government, and then we come to the donor community and say, you keep on giving these people money. I like that. Start this campaign, and this is what they are doing to our people. Here are the facts. Here is the That's where we can, uh, we can really be effective. If we really want to I like mount that. up a fight against some injustice, but if we are speculating when we talk to them, they'll come up with their own facts which may be fabricated. And depending on who is listening, those facts may look good. You know, Roger, one thing, actually, what you have said is uh, here is the issue when we talk about insight, about making influence. You, you, for much that this is what is wrong. If we go with that language, they'll react, they will not accommodate us. And then number two, if you pick a hot topic or something which they feel is dear to their heart and is threatening their governance, like the Sangha issue, again, you are going to face an issue. What I would propose is you go on something that is not a hot topic, which is a dormant situation. I've got an example. You know what? One of the things we could do is pick a subject like why don't we make registration of voters a continuous process, not the way we do it, where it's just for three months or five months and you stop it? We suggest to them and say, why don't we do this? If a person gets a registration card, right there and then, they even register as a voter. The reason I'm raising this point is to avoid going on a hot topic like a Sangwa issue, they'll push you back. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, well, Roger, let me also contribute on that. Hold on, Munsho, hold on. Let's and Brother Charlie, let's create. 
should we be scared of hot issues, Brother Chairman? Should we be scared of hot issues? No, we shouldn't be. We are trying to be wise and insightful. We know our people. Okay. Remember, like we, are we are trying to avoid to say, oh, like Bakasonso said, I think even Bachari said it, Mule Yunfa. You're going to come and tell me how I run my country? Remember, the Sangwa issue is bordering on whether President, it, it's got nothing to do with the judges. We, we all need to get that clear in our minds. It's got nothing to do with him, let me use the word, insulting or disrespecting the judges. No, it doesn't. It's got to do with him challenging whether President Lungu is eligible for a third term, so to speak. So, if you go that route, you are stepping on hot things. We are not afraid of hot issues, no. We are just trying to be wise how we approach it. So, when I bring in the issue of a continuous voter registration, then I take it another level, Roger. I, that is number three. I take it to level two. When I see the way it responds to level two, then I take it to level one, which is like an issue of Sangwa, uh, let the opposition be able to hold their rallies, things like that. Those are level one issues. So, uh, <laughs> uh, for, for some reason, Nathan is suggesting that, uh, um, I like his suggestion, by the way, but voter registration is, as you know, even in America, it is, it is not a, uh, it's not a soft bonathan. In Zambia today, what the, what the PF are doing in Zambia, they are registering people in their strongholds. They don't want the same process to go on on the other side. So we can bring that one. It will be just as hot. The part I like about what you actually brought on the table is if, say, we picked a, a subject. What was the subject? Freedom of academic freedom. Freedom of assembly. Freedom of assembly. And then we go to, we, we, we live in Washington. We live with these, these people, Nathan. The IMF and them. Yeah. We give them, mm, this paper, uh-huh. this letter we've written to our country back home. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, need improve, we need improvement in this area before the money yeah. can be released. Or whoever gives our government money, we live with these people, the Canadian government. We live with them. Yeah. This is the letter. We want freedom of assembly to improve. Yeah, Roger, the other thing that we can do. Hello? Go ahead, go ahead. But uh, time has gone, but, five minutes. Yeah. What you are yeah, I'll be, I'll be quick. Just is, an action, is an action, uh, is an action yeah. that I propose. We need to write, to begin thinking about writing that letter. Yeah, the other thing that we can think about, Roger, is what is it that which the diaspora in other countries who affected outcomes in the countries do, did? Uh, for I example, like we are talking about what, what like the Ethiopians, that. what the Ethiopians did. So we have to study and find out from them and from their place what they did. What type of advocacy did they take up? 
that influence outcomes in their country. And maybe we can find those similar patterns of things that we can do. But going on our knees to a failing government uh, in an economy that, is, that cannot attract big investments because there is no money to get out of that country right now because everything is going to save its debt. Going to bow to that type of a government and then an issue on our knees and beg, hey, please listen to us, this is an issue and change that. I, I don't find that uh, type of action constructive. And secondly, and finally, when we, we look at what is happening to John Sangwa, and uh, we'll even look at that later and call it a name, we, we haven't called a name to the government. We have called the letter, the document, a name. And that is factual discourse. John Sangwa should not be suspended or barred from presenting his credentials to any court of law in that country. In fact, what has happened to John Sangwa is potentially illegal. Because in that document, the same letter, you read it again, Rachel. You go and read it again. There is nothing there that shows us what John Sangwa abrogated. And there is no particular clause that he flaunted by virtue of what he did. And they don't even present him in that same letter with a platform for any recourse or anything that is happening. It's just summary removal. So it's like you take the rights of a citizen and you treat him as if he doesn't even have a country. There you go. There that you go. is what we don't want. That is not government. So, and that uh, is, again, that is another actionable thing. What we've discussed here, one minute to go. Me, uh, I'm not a writer, I talk. We, we need to write one of these letters. has to be written. Uh, I don't to know, write, as a radio, and what, what? We, we, we will publish it publicly, and we'll send it to the president and publish it. And we'll start working our way in Washington, or whoever gives them uh, money. I know people in here uh, in, in Canada, foreign office. We can present that later too. Let me play that clip and then we'll close again. Where, where is the, here we are. So, Batari, be ready. Bakasonso, Dr. Kalonde, and everyone. Let's do something, uh, you know, not over Shani Shani Uko. But it will be a protest, and we are going to uh, publish it, and we'll start pushing it to people who, who, who matter. Here's a clip, and here is where we are, we are getting our power from. As diaspora groups continue advocating for democracy and human rights across the continent, Africa's most powerful resource is proving to be the caring attitude of its people. We shall meet again uh, to strategize and see Roger. how we are going to start building that later. I'll be talking to you Roger. one by one on the side, and we'll see where we go. Have a good weekend, everyone. I hope you we got something from our discussion today. Thank you. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, 